Good morning, everyone. Welcome to RPG Podcast, hosted by me, Melissa. This is my very first podcast, my very first episode ever in life. And there are a few things I think you should know about me. I was born and raised in New York. I have never lived a day in Brooklyn, um, but I have a very Brooklyn-ish accent, or so I've been told. Unless you're from Brooklyn, and then you'll definitely know that I don't have that accent. I have two fur babies, and I am a crazy, messy Christian. And I feel that that is such a timeless thing. Sometimes we look to our faith to be nice and neat, with a bow on top, packaged properly. But the reality is, is that our walk with God is never supposed to be neat and beautiful like we see on Instagram or see on Facebook or or even on Pinterest, you know? Sometimes, if not all the time, what I have personally found is that life is messy and it is crazy. And sometimes our faith is the same way. So, I want to tell you a little bit about where I came up with my Instagram handle, which is Resolutely in Pursuit of God. Now, Resolutely is not a word that you hear on a regular basis. It's definitely not. And it is not something that I have even used, used on a regular basis. Never. Never in a day of my life have I heard this word. And it's interesting how God will suddenly speak to you in a word. In a word that is so profound that it just changes everything. So I want to explain what resolutely means to you guys and why I was so moved by this word. Um, let me, I'm trying to pull up my notes here so I can tell you about it. Um, but a huge, huge thing for me is words because I want to hear God speak to me in my life on a regular basis. I want to hear him. I want to know what he's saying to me. I want to know what he's um, guiding me towards. Is he guiding me towards one way or is he guiding me towards another way? Like where, where is he, you know? Um, And we have to be aware of where we see him. So one day I was knee deep into reading the Bible, which I didn't always read, right? I, was, I have not always been saved. I'm new in my Christian walk by the last, I would say about five years. I keep saying four years, but the time has definitely changed. So I was spending my quiet time in the morning. Um, and this word resolutely jumped off the page. And it's such a powerful interesting word and since I've been doing verse mapping and really looking at words and the history of words and what they mean I really needed to know what resolutely meant and I needed to have a better understanding that is my personality I'm a need to know person but there was something about the way in which Jesus is described as being resolutely that stood out to me that was something that I never noticed before And sometimes I feel that when you're doing studies, you have to pay attention to those things that are new and different to you. Um, They show up unexpected. And when you pay attention, there's, there's a lot to unpack to it. And I was working on starting my RPG, my Resolutely in Pursuit of God, 
Instagram, and my blog. And I needed a name. And I really needed a name. I had no idea. I had so many different names. And I had lists and brainstorming ideas. But when I saw this word, that was it. Like I knew. And sometimes that's what happens. So resolutely is, it's an adverb, right? And according to the Oxford Dictionary, it's an admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering manner. I'm just going to repeat that because it is so beautiful when you think about faith and you think about Jesus. It's an adverb, and it means in an admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering manner. That's huge, right? Like, that's incredible. And it's incredible that we can be involved in a faith where that is how Jesus is described. And that is something that I personally feel called that that's what I want. I want to be purposeful in my faith. I want to be determined. I want to have an unwavering manner. Like these are the things that I want to have and hold true to me. And when people see me walking out in my faith, even if I'm not having a day where I look like I'm even a Christian woman because I'm having a bad day, we have those. That's what makes us messy Christians sometimes. You know, um, we're not meant to be this perfect breed worshiping God and doing all the right things. That is the ultimate goal, yes. But the reality is, is that we need to take a time out and realize that sometimes the mess in our life is exactly what we need to help others with the mess in their own life. And God may be challenging us in our walk through faith. So that's how I came up with my name, my podcast name, RPG is shortened, um, and my blog. It all came together almost about two years ago. And today, in this middle of the pandemic, I've decided that I should start recording my very first podcast because I'm working on being obedient to God. Sometimes it's hard being obedient, but sometimes it's not. And why do I say it's hard? It's hard because we don't always know that God's asking us to be obedient in something. We're lost in thinking or we're lost and we're not present in what's currently going on in our life. So sometimes it seems as if we are lost, but the reality is is that we're so focused on everything else in the world that we're not focusing on God. So this podcast is going to be about my crazy, messy life, my Christian walk, and how sometimes I squeeze God into the day. And I don't say squeeze with a negative connotation. Please hear my heart. God is always in my day. But some days feel so busy. And I feel that I have to squeeze him in. And it doesn't make me a bad Christian. It just means that sometimes I have to take a time out and look at the world and see what it is I'm exactly doing too much of and having a little bit of analysis. So a little bit about me. I shattered my elbow in 2014 and that brought me to come to know Jesus and God. Um, I said all the wrong prayers. Absolutely. And I told my mom that I was going to look into this Christian thing because I was raised Roman Catholic my whole life. So my mom was like, you can go to Christian church, 
but you have to wait a year before you can be baptized. She thought it was the fees I was going through. Before I started going down what I call rabbit holes, and I mean that with love, the rabbit hole of Christianity, I was in the rabbit hole of Buddhism for a long time, meditating, quieting my brain down, all that. Um, I didn't get far as being a vegetarian, but I was very much down rabbit holes. So my mom didn't see the value in it at first, and I don't hold anything against her. My personality type is that I'm a learner. I'm a lover of learning things. So that means I have to learn everything about a subject. It doesn't matter what subject it is, but if I'm interested in something, I'm down the rabbit hole. So she told me how to wait a year before I could be baptized in a Christian church. And I said, fine. So I went to church every Sunday. Let me tell you, the first time I went to church, being raised Roman Catholic, it was like culture shock. And it was the most amazing thing. And I think I cried every time I went to church for the first year. But I didn't open my Bible yet. That came much later. And it's been a journey. So I think it was about two years into my Christianity walk. I decided I'm going to be baptized. And it just so happened that the day for water baptisms at the one church that I was thinking about being baptized at uh, was on my mom's birthday. Now, I try and pay attention to when I hear God. And I remember sitting in church and it was dark and they had all these beautiful lights in the front of the church. And I'm like, God, you know that that's my mom's birthday. You know I cannot get baptized that day. I need an alternative, God. Because you know how my mom is. And I had to wait to be baptized. But I want to be baptized. I want to dedicate my life to you, God. Give me an alternative. And I kid you not, the pastor turned around at the church I was at and was like, next week we will be having water baptisms here at church. And I was like, holy moly, that is remarkable. That is an answer prayer from God. That was quick. That was quicker than the subway, quicker than the speed of light. And I had a solution and I was baptized. And once I was baptized, um, I went to my first Bible study. And then that's kind of where it all started for me. And it's interesting because now I read scripture and sometimes I'll read the same scripture for days and I'll meditate on that. And I'm going to dedicate a podcast episode to meditating on the word of God and what that looks like for me. Because I feel that as a new Christian, I can't, I guess I can't say that I'm like five, six years into this now, but when I was new, I didn't know what these things meant. I didn't know where I should start and I went down the rabbit hole you know and I want to share some of this information with you about how sometimes going down these rabbit holes turns into these beautiful situations that you don't even know is coming but God knows which is beautiful can I get an amen amen so Now I'm studying the Bible, I have a blog, I have an Instagram, which I don't, you know, don't always post on Instagram, but that's because then I feel obligated to read God's word because I have to post it for everyone to see, and that started becoming a quandary, and I was like, I can't be posting for others to see, I need to be, like, that's not why I'm doing this, that's not why I 
do um, color coding in my Bible, and that's not why I verse map. I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for my relationship with God and trying to grow. And I've been working on a teen devotional now, all COVID, um, and have brainstorming ideas for different Bible studies and things like that. So it's amazing how one little small nudge into going to a Christian church, to being baptized, to opening your Bible and reading it, where about five, six years later, here I am starting a podcast about Christianity, and I'm the most unqualified human to do this. Um, I will say that, but God qualifies me. He told me, Melissa, you have to do this, you know? And when God tells you to do something, you can't be resistant. You have to do what he's asking you to do because he qualifies you in the calling. And that is definitely some pastor's words that I've listened to and I have no idea whose it is because I just take everything in. That's how I am. So if those are your words, thank you. They're encouraging. So with this podcast, we're going to go over messy life and how sometimes through our messy lives, we could see the beauty of God and how he shows up tried and true again and again and how he is the greatest father that we will ever know and ever have because he could do things in ways we don't even foresee him doing. We can't even see him coming and then there he is standing there. And then what happens in those desolate areas where we're not seeing God, I believe that when we're not seeing God, we're just not focused on him, that he is there. And I wanna bring your focus back to him So on a weekly basis, I'll post something and we'll have a little chit-chat. I know it'll be one-sided and 100% my opinion. Um, And that's okay because we can have conversations about what it means to walk with God and what it looks like for little old me. Um, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease about, I'll, I'll say it's been about like three years now. And it's been a very interesting transition because I was so active and I was so busy learning about God and doing this Bible study and doing that and doing this, that the biggest lesson God wanted to teach me was that there's beauty in rest. There is beauty and joy and we need to rest as humans. And with my personality, resting is not something that comes normal or natural and that's very foreign to me. But because of the autoimmune that I have, I have Hashimoto's and I have a thyroid condition. Um, It sneaks up on you and it attacks you and it literally takes the carpet right from under your feet and you're like flatlining because you can't stay awake. It's like getting the flu suddenly out of nowhere when you were perfectly healthy. I'm not sure how else to describe it because it's not something that you really have sympathy for or empathy for until you have the autoimmune. And I could say that as a Christian woman, one of my best friends has Hashimoto's and I can never understand why she had these energy level issues. I truly believe that God gave me this so that I can learn what it is to rest and so I can find joy in resting and resting in God's word. So I have an autoimmune disease. I'm from New York. I have two cats. I'm married, newly married. We'll be married almost a year in December. And I want to welcome you all to my crazy, messy Christian life. That's it for today, guys. And next week, we'll be talking about something else. 
I really want to dive into studying the Bible and how it looks differently for everybody, but ultimately how we just need to go in our room and take our Bible down off that shelf, dust off the dust that you may have on there or any cobwebs and just open it and dig deep and see what it is that God is saying to you. Pay attention to the words that are jumping off the page. Like maybe it's resolutely, or maybe it's not such a strange word and it's love or sin or something, whatever the word is. I want you to pay attention to it because those are the words that God wants us to hear. And for each and every single one of us, it's different. And that's what's so beautiful about our relationship with God. As much as we have our own personal relationship with God, it looks differently with all of us. And that's something that I love and I find beauty in it all the time. I do teach multiple Bible studies. I have an online Zoom one. We meet every other week. We're currently doing Daniel. That's what we're studying. And then I have an in-person one, which I think we're going to be starting Malachi. I'm not sure, but it's a small group. It's about two other women. And we sit down and we talk Jesus. And the beauty of having such a small study is that when there are three people, Jesus is there. And it's beautiful, the epiphanies and the closeness that we have with Jesus. And as much as I love big Bible studies and I've attended them, there's beauty in that. But there's something when it's just so intimate and it's like you are having a cup of coffee. With ultimately, Jesus is becoming my best friend. And I don't mean that in such a way, whereas I don't have fear in God. I do, but I have an appreciation in that, in the knowledge of him and in the knowledge of my relationship with God. But I am no expert by any means. So next week, we will go over reading the Bible and how it's different for all of us. But ultimately, the only thing that matters is that we are reading it at some point in our life. And we're making time for him on a regular daily basis. Thanks for listening to RPG. Please feel free to subscribe and I'll see you next week.